a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah... Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot with Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. Oh yeah, it's Friday night. It's the 19th of May. Welcome to it. Hello, Diane. Hello, Craig, and how are you today? I'm good. Breathing a little better than I was yesterday. Um, We had a large amount of smoke in my part of the country yesterday. Oh, were there wildfires somewhere? Somewhere, yeah. Um, it, It was so bad. Nebraska is a pretty good-sized state, you know, as far as square miles are concerned. We got 93 counties and all that. Almost every one of the 93 counties was under an air quality warning yesterday. Really? Uh, yeah, and uh, when, when you know, early in the morning, as the sun was just starting to come up, uh, visibility around here up in north central Nebraska was about maybe a quarter of a mile. Wow. Yeah. Turns out all this smoke is courtesy of Canada. Oh, what's happening up there? Well, up in the uh in the far northwest part of Canada or southwest part of Canada, um the province of Alberta. Canada, to be exact, they have 108 wildfires burning. Really? Yeah. Wow. And because of the jet stream and everything, all of that smoke uh, came down here. Um, Tuesday and Wednesday, it was kind of stuck in the Dakotas, but yesterday it was all down here. Today, the jet stream has moved just enough that it's finally cleared that smoke out. But yeah, you could smell it. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, it was bad. Um, you know, people had to drive with their headlights on in the middle of the day because it was so thick. Um, <laughs> everything. We, we would like to thank Canada for their contribution. And next time, keep it to your damn selves. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've all been through the wildfire things we had a couple of years ago. One here in Florida, out in the Everglades. Um, in the wooded area of the Everglades, because remember, the Everglades is mostly swamp and, right. you know, that kind of uh, topography and things. But there was a day or so where the air, you could see the air. You know, the one good thing about Florida is we don't have pollution. 
and because we don't have heavy industry. Right. And but you could see this just coming at you. So I, I kind of know what you're saying. We had health warnings. Don't go out. It lasted, I would say, two days. And then it was, you know, everything was clear yeah. again. The breezes picked it up and took it away. You know, if there's one thing that's kind of nice about that, you know, at least up here, and you may have experienced the same thing. When you get that much smoke in the air, the sunsets and the sunrises are spectacular. Oh, absolutely. You know, so we had that. We kind of enjoyed that. But uh, holy cow, you know, I mean, we don't have any pollution up here in this part, you know, of, of you know, this corner of the world either. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the air is crystal clear up here all the time. You know, now, yes, we do get some, you know, a little bit of haze from high humidity in the summer. Okay. You know, but... Yeah. But that burns off, you know, and that's that's not a pollution thing. That's just moisture hanging around, right? Um, you know, and and we do get fog, you know, from time to time, as as a lot of places do. But you know, this was just—I mean, you could smell it. You walked outside the house, you could just smell it. You know? Well, at least it's gone. Yeah. So you know, it's it's a nice, clear, sunshiny day today, and and. Uh, you know, now this is not to say that things won't shift back and we'll get some more of that, but hopefully uh, the Canadians will be able to get those fires under control and and things. As I understand it, they've already and and this is kind of a sparsely populated area where these fires are burning apparently, but they've evacuated almost thirty somewhere between thirty and thirty five thousand people. Well, you know, it's very odd. I've don't remember at all ever hearing of Canada having wildfires. So I'm wondering, was this deliberately set? Yeah, you, you know, you got to wonder, I mean, especially when there's 108 separate fires burning, uh, it <laughs> makes you wonder. But, you know, they get weather just like we get weather. They get lightning storms just like we do, you know, and, and if it's been dry uh, up in that area, you know, recently it doesn't take much, you know, lightning to light off a bunch of fires. So that's um, true. You know, we don't know, but we hope the best. Uh, you know, for the folks up there, uh, you know, communist country as Canada is, we still hope for the best. <laughs> Sections might of it might be, but not all of it. Well, you know, they got an idiot. <laughs> they got an idiot for a leader, but look who's talking. <laughs> we have, we shouldn't say anything. You know, I mean, seriously. We can't wait. Save that to our two Biden segments for yeah, tonight. Yeah, we got a couple of good ones for you tonight. Uh, let's start with the House Democrats. Now, everybody knows that we've got this debt ceiling thing, and there's been a lot of negotiating, if, if that's what you want to call it. I think it's more of a food fight than, than negotiations. But, yeah. You know, there's been a lot of give and take and, and everything trying to figure out a way to handle this debt ceiling so that the U.S. doesn't default on our loans, which would really be embarrassing. Um, but today, it came out that the Dems have something special planned. They're going to try and do an end run around yes. the House GOP. Yeah. It, uh, it's something called discharge petitions, which can force a vote on legislation, even if the majority party objects to that legislation. 
Well, but the problem is the majority of the House lawmakers still need to sign it. And that that's not going to happen. So all this is, is, you know, a stalling technique. And I've said this before, and I'll say this again. It's number shifting. They can shift numbers around to get us under the debt ceiling without any problems at all. They can also demand that the countries that owe us money start paying us money and let them cut the funding for the illegals invading our country. That could solve a lot of problems. uh, Diane, you make some really good points there. The problem is you're using common sense, and we'll have none of that on Capitol Hill. That's true. No Um, common sense, no logic, no anything. But folks, you need to remember one key thing. The debt ceiling, the whole thing with that, it's numbers on paper. Right, right. But there, there is another aspect to it, and that is the fact that while they could do the things that you suggest, it, you know, beginning with you know shuffling the paper around, mm-hmm. while they could do that, the Democrats in the House don't want to do that. What the Democrats want to do is add massive numbers to that debt ceiling. Right. And, and that's because they want to keep printing money and they want to keep spending money. You know, And that's what Kevin McCarthy and the House Republicans are trying to stop is that kind of thing. Now, Kevin McCarthy, you and I have talked about this on the show before. Kevin McCarthy's plan is actually a very good plan. It cuts right. uh, the increase right. in spending down to 1%. Now, mm-hmm. the liberals got their panties in a wad because, oh, no, that's, you know, we can't possibly get by on that. Uh, the fact of the matter is, by cutting the spending and, and jacking, you know, uh, cutting back on the amount you increase the national debt, the way the Republicans, Kevin McCarthy has suggested, only takes us back to 2022 spending levels, right. not 1822. Yeah. Right. And uh, also what's very strange about this, yes, they want to raise, the Democrats want to raise the debt ceiling, but they refuse to cut anything. No, They and, absolutely and, refuse to cut. They don't want to cut. They want to add. They want to exactly. add to everything. Cut nothing, add to everything. And, I mean, this makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. I mean, how are we going to print that money fast enough, number one, with the way they spend money? And number two, this is just so wrong. We have foreign nations that owe us so much money who have not paid in years. We have to call in our notes that are due to us, too. Yeah, but, but that's not going to happen. Even the, even the Republicans are afraid to do that. Yeah, and I can't quite understand that. But let me ask you a question, Diane. Don't you wish that you could handle your finances the way the government handles theirs? No, thank you. I think I handle my finances very well. and My husband and I handle them very well. And um, let's put it this way. I don't have to worry. Well, but I mean... Look, Americans, by and large, uh, almost two-thirds of Americans now are living paycheck to paycheck, right? Right. Right. And, you know, people around the country are trying to figure out, you know, do I buy groceries this week? Do I pay the light bill this week? 
you know, do I get do I get the car fixed or do I take the kid to the to the dentist? You know, whatever whatever the case might be. Or worse worse than that, there are some people that have to choose between medication and actually eating. Exactly. Very, very sad. In fact, today a report came out that the number of people who are relying on credit cards, meaning they're building up debt just to survive. It well, went up a full point. And, yeah. And, yeah, and there you go. I mean, what if what if Americans took the same approach, the American people took the same approach that the government takes? And, and the American people said, well, you know, I'm going to come up a little bit short this year, so I'm just going to double, you know, I'm just going to, spend twice as much as I spent last year because I need some stuff and never mind where the money's coming from. You know, I mean, if the American people have to live within their means, that means you, me, and all of our listeners, right? then then shouldn't the government too? I mean, the government's stealing our money to begin with through taxes. Oh, absolutely. And And how about inflation and price increases across the board on everything? Well, yeah, inflation goes up, prices go up on everything you you care to mention, and uh, yet the salaries aren't going up, so you got less and less money, and, you know, you're struggling, you're trying to figure out, how am I going to get to the end of the month? Meanwhile, over there in Washington, D.C., up on Capitol Hill, the Democrats just say, well, we, we shouldn't have to worry about that. We can spend as much as we want. What? No, you can't. <laughs> well, you know, they they say that because in this aspect, they figured it out better than the Republicans. They realize it's all on paper. The Republicans, I think, need to really understand that. And I don't think right now they do. I don't I, think they understand number shifting. I, I, yeah, I kind of see your point and I kind of agree with it too. But, you know, nonetheless, if, if we don't do something, if some agreement isn't reached, uh, you know, we're going to default and, and then the interest that we owe goes up. You know, right. again, it's all on paper, but still, you know, you, you, it makes it harder to do business around the world. Um, you know, and and even here at home, if you're right. defaulting as you know the the richest, most powerful uh, nation in the world, uh, and and all of a sudden you can't pay your electric bill, I mean, holy crap! Well, you know what? We got to think of it this way too. Okay, let's say we do default. It's not the end of the world, folks. It is definitely not the end of the world. However. Things will get a little bit tougher than they already are. And other countries will move ahead, like China. And you have to kind of wonder, too, what's going on with the Democrats? Because it's almost like they want us to default. Well, and I think I know why. I think I I know why, too, but go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Um, Here's my theory. Mm -hmm. Okay. If we default... And the interest that we have to pay on what we owe goes up, then the Democrats can jack up taxes to make up the difference. Uh, I think if we, and I agree with you, I agree with what you said, but I think it's also if we default, okay, our main ratings in all the um, uh, industries basically goes down. 
China moves in, goes up, and China then will become the world's leading economy. And we'll be shoved down to second place. Well, you know, maybe we should do what China does and manipulate our currency. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, uh, I think know. what we need to do is cut, cut, cut here. Fluff programs. Cut all, every penny of aid to illegals coming in here. Right. If we don't give them the free stuff, they're not going to come. Well, and I'll tell you where we can save it. I'll tell you where we can save at least a trillion dollars is the uh, the taxpayer funded stipend that Nancy Pelosi gets for Botox. <laughs> I, th- I think we could save a trillion right there. Probably. I mean, I oh, just do. If you want to, you know, you you bring that up. Have you seen Hillary lately? Her latest oh, uh, botched up Botox or a facelift. <sighs> quite funny yeah it's it's turning into a mask yeah you know Mm -hmm. at this point um next up tonight we've got joe biden um now joe biden every time he wants to to you know put out there that he's a tough guy you know because it's been a few years since he took on corn pop in the parking lot of the uh the swimming pool Mm mm-hmm he uh, he authorizes a missile attack to take out uh, a, a supposed terrorist. Well, he's done it again, uh, but once again, uh, he missled the wrong person. Well, what uh, Biden actually did, um, they announced that they had taken out a top-level al-Qaeda officer. What they actually took out was a bricklayer a married man holding a job a bricklayer with 10 children who who happened to be at the moment he was obliterated out in a field tending to his flock of sheep right right i mean this is uh, this administration is so bad and so comical and we are becoming more and more of a laughing stock by the day and I I just don't see why this man has not been 25th amendmented out. Yeah, we get Kamala, but Kamala would never win in 2024. Well, there is that, yeah. You know, so there is a little plus, you know, getting Joe out, you know, under the medical provisions and getting her in. I mean, she'd be basically impotent for the next year and a half, and she would never win an election. I don't care how many voting machines they had to fix. She still <laughs> wouldn't win. You know, can you imagine what this was like around the, the West Wing of the White House the other day? I know. I mean, they come out. They come out and they're bragging. You know, we got this this you know top level Al Qaeda leader. We got him. We 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 bombed him. We blew him to smithereens. Look how tough we are. Look how great we are. You know. And then a couple of days later, they have to issue an uh, oops. Uh, Wasn't the guy we thought it was? No. Can you imagine a, a a family man, ten children, a bricklayer by profession, by profession, who also had you know his flock of sheep, like a lot of people do in that part of the world? And I mean, 
this is this is absolutely ridiculous. How could our intelligence get this so wrong? Well, I mean, I can I can see where the point of confusion came. Why okay. they all look alike to them? No, no, no. I mean, that's something the liberals would say, obviously. But you know, no. Here's here's the deal. It, it was it was clearly a mistake. It was clearly a case of mistaken identity. Um, the, the guy they targeted and blew to bets was laying bricks and tending sheep. The mm-hmm. guy the guy they were trying to get would have been laying sheep and tending bricks. Uh. <laughs> so it's a clear cut case of mistaken identity. Yeah, and, and, you know, folks, back in August of 2021, this similar thing happened to Biden. He launched a drone strike that actually killed a humanitarian aid worker, plus a bunch of innocent civilians, including children. And that was during our withdrawal from Afghanistan. So, I mean, this man's track record of taking out anyone is it's just an abomination he should not be allowed to play with weapons he shouldn't be allowed to play with a spork yeah and that includes that includes you know pressing a button okay take him out take him out somebody needs to put gloves on him or put him in a straitjacket so he can't do any harm well, it, it, let me let me expand on this line of thought here just a little bit. You know, it's not like Biden is looking through uh, the telescope and picking out the targets. The woke military is doing that. He's just signing off on it. So, who in the woke military looked at this guy and said, "Yeah, that's the uh, the Al Qaeda terrorist leader that that we need to take out." I mean. Somebody obviously was distracted by what a drag queen story hour, <laughs> and 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 said, you know, okay, yeah, just just get him. I'm watching the drag queens. Um, how do you make that mistake at the top military level? I mean, at least when Trump decided to go get Suleimani, the mm-hmm. military was able to find Suleimani. Identify Suleimani, target Suleimani, and wipe him out. But you forget, that's when our military was not woke. That's exactly my point. You know, so yeah. somebody, in, somebody in the military, some woke genius in the military, can't tell an Al-Qaeda leader from a bricklayer? I mean, <sighs> you, you would think our intel would, and, and here again... Not only is the military woke, so is the intel community. Let's not That's forget. You would true. think the military and the intel committee would be able to work together to such a level that if they are looking for a specific Al-Qaeda leader, they would find that specific Al-Qaeda leader and do whatever they needed to do. Not just take pot shots at random people out in the field with a bunch of sheep. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't get that. Al-Qaeda leaders don't tend sheep. Oh. Okay, so just common sense right then and there should have, you know, put up the antenna. Oh, maybe this isn't the guy. You know, you, but then again, they don't use common sense. They don't use logic. 
you know, I mean, it, you know, and, and I, I, I hate to give this guy credit, but when Obama found bin Laden, they made damn sure it was bin Laden. You know, I mean, they, they did. I mean, they, they exhausted every single thing before they authorized the raid on the compound in, in, you know, Abbottabad. And they, they made sure they were looking at the right guy. They did, didn't just pick out the first tall guy they found in, in Pakistan. Well, I actually think that they kind of knew where he was in the waning months of Bush's administration. I, I, I agree with you. And I think, I think they spent that amount of time just making sure they had the right guy in the right place at the right time. You know, if Biden was in charge of that, he'd have been firing on every tall person he saw. Yeah, I mean, it makes... I don't give Obama any credit for that. I really do believe that Bush was the one that knew where he was and started everything. His administration ended. Biden picked up, you know, with all the briefings they have, this and that. Um, but when by, uh, I'm sorry, when Obama put his body into the sea, no, that gave it all away. Yeah, that did. And I, I agree with you 100%. I think the only thing Obama had to do with all of that was giving the order to go. Um, I, I think the military the found him. I think the Navy SEALs orchestrated it, planned it, uh, vetted yeah. it. You know, I, I think all of that was done no, you, uh, away from the White House. You know what Obama's job in that was? Remember his line, you know, I'll mm -hmm. stand with my Muslim brethren. Right. Obama's job was to dispose of the evidence, and he did it. You know, my now, opinion, folks. So what's the score right now? Uh, Biden has killed two people that didn't have it coming. Right. And shot down how many high school science experiment balloons that, that were... <laughs> And let and let a real spy balloon just transverse our country on its merry way. We still don't know what he shot down over Alaska, and we still don't know what got shot down over Canada. No. You know? Uh, I mean, if it was a balloon, you know, it got shot down. And that's why, you know, last year at Husker football games, they quit releasing balloons at, at the first touchdown because – they didn't want to get the stadium shot up, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, when you look at his track record with things that go boom, he should not be allowed anywhere near any of that. First of all, he shouldn't be allowed out of the home to without begin a, with. Without a helmet. And, yeah, no, he shouldn't be allowed out, period. And his wife and his family... I'll say it again. I think they're guilty of elderly abuse. Biden has no clue what's going on. You can't blame him for that. He's got a disease. But you can lay the blame on the family who know damn well this man is unfit to serve and push him and allow him to do it. Uh, you know, what do you, what do you tell the country that you fired a rocket into? When you fired it at the wrong person. 
Well, from what uh, the latest reports that I had gotten before the show came on is that the family has already lawyered up. Okay, you know it's getting bad. (laughs) You know it's getting bad when families in that particular part of the world are quick to lawyer up and sue the U.S., Yeah, now I don't know what's happening with it exactly. It just came through one of my feeds as a, you know, a a ping that I needed to see. Um, It hasn't fully unfolded yet, but it was cooperated that the family is, you know, 10 kids. Yeah, They're pretty pissed. Well, you would think, you know, I mean, dad goes out to, to feed the sheep. And the next thing you hear is, (laughs) dad's gone. And I don't think it was quite like that. This was a predator drone. I think he was more obliviated by the drone than he was boom. (laughs) I I fully understand how that works. But I, you know, I'm just saying, you know, how, how in the world do you not know what you're shooting at? Right. I mean, that's, that's, you know. Woke military, woke intel community, idiot in the White House. Yes. That's, that's probably, how it happens. You know, even the person who put together the drone that did it was probably woke. Yep. I'm, I'm just saying. Folks, we've <laughs> hit the bottom of the hour. That means we got to take a quick break. But we got another segment coming up. And in that segment, We've got two sub-segments that you're not going to want to miss. So stay with us. There's more Right Side Patriots after this. You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk, where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. Hi guys, Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com, where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's long-time Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, check out the National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com.
Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. If you miss any part of tonight's show, go to RSPRadio1.com tomorrow morning, click the podcast button. There you go. We're here. Oh, my, oh, my. Friday night, weekend staring us all right in the face. How could it get any better than this? Well, Memorial Day's coming up, and uh, we get a break. Yeah, we're going to take uh, we're going to take some time over Memorial Day. It's going to take me a little bit of time to recover from the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500. Ah, well, on Memorial Day weekend, I will be a little little nervous. My little baby kitten is getting spayed next Saturday. <laughs> Okay. That's going to be a nervous wreck. <laughs> she is true. She's not kidding, folks. You know, I mean, I understand that. I, I mean, I feel the same way about, you know, the furry people that live in this house, too. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it just is what it is. Folks, you know, Memorial Day, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's coming up. And you really want to find some time uh, to go to a local cemetery and at least pay some respects to uh, some of the people that have the military headstones uh, in in those cemeteries. And it's a great opportunity to educate kids on why we have Memorial Day. Yes, I know there's picnics. I know there's the Indy 500. You know, I know there's parades, you know, and, and lots of fun things to do. But just take a few minutes, go to a local cemetery, and pay your respects to the people who kept this country free. Right. And let's put it this way. If it wasn't for those who served, you would not be having your Labor I mean Labor Day, your Memorial Day picnics. You would not be going to the beach. You would not be having your barbecues if it wasn't for them. That's right. So keep that in mind, folks. All right. So Biden is over at the G7 in Japan. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the people over there in Japan, especially those attending the G7, are thrilled to have Biden in attendance um, because it breaks up the monotony and it gives people something to laugh at. Now, as Biden was getting off the plane, it was raining in Japan. Mm -hmm. Rain was pouring down, coming down cats and dogs. You know, which is a, a bigger problem for the cats and dogs if it happens to be in China. But it, it was raining in Japan. And what did Biden do as he got off the plane? Or better yet, what did he not do when he got off the plane? He couldn't figure out how to open his umbrella. It's an umbrella. I mean, it's, it's not rocket science, Craig. <laughs> it's a freaking <laughs> umbrella. I know. An umbrella that he's used before. He, what it was, he couldn't remember how to open the umbrella. Okay, so wait a minute. You say it's an umbrella he used before, as though an unfamiliar umbrella may pose a problem to most people. It's an umbrella. They all work the same way. I know. You pull the thing down, you push the button, it goes up. I mean, it, it really is not rocket science. So he's getting off the plane. It's pouring down rain. He's got the umbrella, he can't get it open, 
And what does he do? He just stands there and gets wet. Yeah. He has no clue. He, it, it's really, you know, it's funny. We Everybody makes fun of it. We make fun of it. But it actually is quite pathetic that this man who is obviously ill, mentally and physically ill, is still at the helm of our government. It makes no sense. You got to figure the dignitaries that were there at the airport were just doing face palms because it's like, can you believe this guy? I know. This is the leader of the free world and he can't figure out how to operate an umbrella? I know. I mean, it's it's just too much. It's it's to me it's really pathetic that this is allowed to go on. You know, another thing that happened over there, uh he was coming down some stairs and almost fell. Right. You know, Flat because, on his face almost. Yep. Because he doesn't know how stairs work either. Or his leg gave out. Remember, it's it's suspected that he might have Parkinson's as well. But you know, the um the doctor that does his yearly exam is a Democrat, he lies too. So, you know You know, the first it, time he fell up the stairs going up Air Force One that yeah. was back when Jen Psaki was at the podium, and she blamed the wind. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the handrails are for on both sides of the, the stairs you walk up on. It's just pathetic, Craig. It really is pathetic. And I'm surprised. I, I Serious. No joking. I'm surprised Jill Biden, Jill, the wife, has not been looked into for, for elder abuse. Oh, that's, that's a valid point. Yeah. I mean, it is. Because, I mean, this stuff is happening every day. Yeah. I yeah. even wrote an article about that, if you remember. Yeah, you did. I mean, uh, and that's been a while. I mean, that's been yeah. quite a while since you wrote that. Now, next week, I've got a commentary coming out. And this umbrella incident is going to feature into that commentary. <laughs> he breaks a record. I don't know if it's a world record, but it sure is a right side patriot record. Yeah, it's a right side patriot record. It's a national patriot record. Folks, I'm going to have 16, count them, one six, 16 videos packed into one commentary. Yes. And they're all necessary. I mean, every one of the videos illustrates a specific point that I make in the commentary. Yeah, they're funny. They are really funny. And while you're having a good laugh with Craig's article, and it is funny, folks, uh, mine is very serious. Charges must be levied. Actions must be taken against Biden and the administration, basically, for the southern border. And about a week ago, I put up a meme, meme that I have a solution to the border issue. But on Facebook, I couldn't say what it was because I'd be tagged violating community standards. Well, in this article, folks, I lay it all out. 
two good articles coming out on Monday. Mm-hmm. Diane's, of course, in the patriotfactor.blogspot.com, mine in the nationalpatriot.com. Both could be found next Monday on rspradio1.com. Right. Uh, how much longer, do we know how much longer Biden's going to be in Japan? I mean, how much more embarrassing can this get on an international basis? Well, I've been hearing two conflicting reports that he was going to Australia for the second part of the meeting. And then like oh, half an hour later, I heard another report that he was not going. Um, I don't know because uh, Zelensky is going to be in Japan at that G7. Zelensky's there right now. Oh, he's there right now. Yeah. Making his case for Ukraine. So I don't know. There's too many conflicting reports coming out. We we don't need we don't need Joe Biden going to Australia because I guarantee you he doesn't know the difference between Australia and Austria. And if he goes to Australia, he'll want to go see the Alps. Probably. Probably. I mean, I'm just I, saying, you know. But you're right. Pathetic. It's pathetic, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just. It's. I mean, why? It's like you said before, Diane. Why do they let this guy out of the house? Much less go to other countries. For God's sakes, it's bad enough that he makes a bonehead out of himself here, but when he goes abroad and does it, it's even worse. It's just worse. <sighs> It's not only worse for him, and and part of me, having seen someone with true dementia, part of me, um, I feel bad for him as a human being. I can't stand the man, you know, and his policies and all that. Um, But I feel bad for him as a human being. But at the other part of it, I'm sorry, the family allows it. There is a case for elder abuse here. Do you suppose over on the BBC, uh, you know, on their their nightly newscast, uh, they gave an update on uh, Meghan and Harry and their supposed two-hour-long high-speed chase in New York City, which, folks, if you've ever seen even a still photo of the traffic in New York City, you can't get a two-minute high-speed chase in that exactly. place. Exactly. Much, was, much yeah. less a two-hour high-speed chase. But you suppose on their nightly news, they gave the update on that, and, and then at the end of it said, it could be worse, we could have Joe Biden. That's true. I mean... <laughs> you know. But about that, the New York City police are not verifying it. That it ever happened. Most people doubt that it ever happened. In fact, I put up a Facebook blog about that, that I do not believe it ever happened. You have to remember something about these two characters. Harry left the royal family saying he wanted his privacy. Uh All he's ever done since he's come to this country is seek out publicity. Yeah, it's like he jumps up and down, look at me, look at me, and then when people look at him, he says, I want my privacy. Oh, shut up. I I think he's mentally unstable, and I don't think it has to do anything with Diana's death. He was a child then. I think he's just a basket case. You know, a two-hour-long high-speed chase in New York City. Can't happen. Folks, even if you haven't been to New York City, you do understand 
that the reason most people walk around New York City is because it's faster than driving. Not only that, every other street is one way. So if you were going to have a high-speed trace and you, not knowing the city, you turn the wrong way, you're going to crash right into somebody. Well, apparently they were in a taxi cab. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, now it's a taxi cab. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Apparently, One they were. report said it was their bodyguards. Well, they can't even get their story yeah. straight. It's the royal family. You know, I mean, what, what do you want? <laughs> I mean, you know, but like I said, it could be worse. They could have Biden. They could have. Oh, God. You know, as bad as Harry is, I'm willing to bet he can operate an umbrella. I would think so. I'm I'm just saying, I think it's part of the royal training, you know. I would think so. Now, as far as his gold-digging wife, that's another story. I even think she could probably open an umbrella, maybe maybe backwards, but she could open it. (laughs) I mean, it's just just embarrassing. Um, Embarrassing. Finally, on tonight's show. A little more serious topic here. Well, it, it is in a way. Okay. Yes. Uh, if only Diane and I knew of any two people in any way connected to media, writing op-eds, writing commentaries, that could have foreseen this, it, it would be astounding. But it has come out now that as part of the Durham report, apparently Obama and James Clapper knew and were briefed on Hillary's Russian collusion hoax before it took place. Now, I wonder which two people actually wrote articles about that years ago and actually spoke about it years ago on the radio. Yeah, on, on, on a little show called Right Side Patriots? Yeah, yeah. We figured this stuff out a long time ago, folks. You know, I'll tell you one of the things that that we said, and I know I said it, and I know Diane said it too. You can't, Hillary could not possibly have pulled this off without help from the Oval Office. The Oval Office, that would be Obama back in 2016, had to know this was going on. And, yes. and now we find out that both Clapper and Obama had been briefed on this before it took place. So they knew it was a hoax. They knew it was going to happen, and they did nothing. I even go one step further. I just had an article that I published, I believe it was a week ago, that I believe Obama is at the bottom. He is ground zero of everything that has happened since he first took office. And I would bet you anything. He didn't just know about this. I believe he helped orchestrate it all because he needed Hillary to be his third term in office. As it is, he had to wait four more years to get an idiot to be his uh, his third term in office. Well, and this goes uh, towards something else that Diana said many times, not only on this show, but in commentaries. Isn't it odd how quiet Obama has been? And if you want to trace it back, okay, from the time that uh, the Durham report began, Obama has clammed up. 
yeah. Because and I think he, that's exactly. He knew. He knew this was going to be found out. And he knew this was going to come out at some point, and he laid low. Right. Well, guess what? You know, he started to do a stupid thing a few months ago when Governor DeSantis sent the illegals to Martha's Vineyard, and I can <laughs> bet you anything that he was the one that had the National Guard come in and get them out because he didn't want them in his area. That was the first time he really surfaced in a while. You know, Obama's got oceanfront property in Martha's Vineyard, and if global warming is real and the seas are rising, why? Why because does he have property real. on the, on the ocean if if all of that is true? It's not real. That's why. You know, I mean, but yeah, you know, you look at this situation, and you got to figure. Not only did they know, they took part in it, and and Clapper. You know, think about Clapper's position back at that time, right? Mm-hmm. We we know the FBI helped orchestrate this. We know the FBI was in on it. We know the FBI knew that the Steele dossier was false. It was a fabrication. Why wouldn't Clapper? Right. Oh, he knew. They all knew they were all in on it. I mean, it's coming out. Thank you, you know, thanks to John Durham, but it's not coming out fast enough. And what's not happening at this point is people held to accountability. Hillary should be taken in handcuffs along with Adam Schiff for helping, you know, uh, spread this around. Uh, Everyone and anyone involved in this needs to be brought up on charges, tried and convicted immediately well and you know what else we found out in the durham report uh you know and it's a it's a 306 page report okay so it's it's lengthy but if you read through it you you start finding what we call easter eggs little Mm -hmm. little things that are kind of hidden here and there right right it turns out the fbi squashed four separate investigations into the Clintons. More than four. It's coming out more by the hour. You know, I mean, holy crap. Well, now we yep. knew, we knew it was always, you know, hands off the Clintons, right? right. You know, and, and we've talked about that. I think everybody's talked about that. But now mm-hmm. we're finding out there were four separate, at least, at least four separate FBI investigations that had at some point opened up and then the FBI shut them down. It's like, Oh no, don't go digging for dirt on the Clintons. Right. No, the FBI needs a major overhaul. Arrests have to be made. There needs to be a complete and total overhaul. I'll even go as far as to say the CIA as well. Yeah, how do you how do you do that? How do you overhaul the CIA? It's hard enough to overhaul the FBI. I mean, that's that's our domestic, you know, situation. How do you overhaul the CIA on a global scale? I mean, holy cow. But you're right. It it needs to be done. I just don't know how you even start. The first thing you do, okay, the FBI is easy. We know the ones that did the covering. Peter Strzok should be on national television being let out with his hands behind his back. So should Hillary, um, Obama, 
Clapper, and all of them involved. As far as the others, I think the best way to start, because remember the CIA is attached to the military, the first thing you do is end that woke policy, you get rid of those generals, and you bring in some real military men to do the overhaul. Exactly. I mean, you, you gotta you gotta find some people with brass balls that yeah. aren't that aren't wearing dresses. Yeah, you know, and, and lipstick and, and high heels, right? Yeah, and you you start from there. But I mean, yeah, but you know, I guess the the real problem is, and let's just focus on the FBI for a minute. When you start that overhaul of the FBI, you're right. You want to get rid of that whole upper echelon, right? Right. But how deep does the problem run? I mean, do you pick somebody from inside a rank and file person and put them in charge? And if you do no. that, how do you know the rank and file no. that you pick? Is it also corrupt? You don't. They're the uh, the dirty, dirty agents, if you want to call them, it goes all the way down into the rank and file. By a complete overhaul, I mean a is someone like... And I'm not saying this person, but someone like this person, you give it to someone like Jim Jordan to weed through everything, when maybe with the help of Durham. Maybe you call in as an independent Trey Gowdy to help you weed through everything. Uh, I'll tell you who okay. I put in charge. I'll tell you who I put in charge. I'd throw Alan West in there, too. Dan Bongino. Oh, uh, well. I mean, he's got law enforcement experience. He's got oh, secret that's service right. experience. He's secret service. That's right. Yep. That's what he does. Um, you know, I mean, this this guy, and, and he's not going to take any crap. Right. I think you can throw him in. You can have a whole little team there, FBI cleaning team. Yeah. Um, and, and there are other good people that could be in there as well. That's the only way you're going to do this. But right off the bat, head of the FBI has to go. Lickety split. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah Chris Ray, out the door. Boom. Out gone. the door. Um, and you can fin filter all the way down. And, and with this, Mayorkas, don't you think the FBI and all those are covering for him as well? I guarantee you they're covering for him. I of guarantee course. you that, that I said they, it rhetorically. Yeah, yes. the the FBI, the CIA, any intel agency, um, Homeland Security. You know, I mean, I guarantee you, uh, they're all in on that. Uh, you, right now, we've got at least four FBI whistleblowers who are being disciplined by the FBI for blowing the whistle on the FBI. What happened to whistleblower protection? That seems to gone, you know, gone out the window because they're all afraid of being exposed. Yeah, if the you, FBI if, is corrupt from the bottom level all the way to the top. Now, I'm not saying every agent is corrupt, but it starts at the bottom. It's worked all the way up to the top, or should I say, it started at the top and filtered down to the bottom. But the whole FBI organization, as it stands today, needs a complete overhaul. Yeah, but and you it know, needs to start with Ray out the door. You know that's not going to happen under the current regime because Biden is being protected by these people. Exactly. And so is Hillary. So is Obama. So is Obama. Yeah. 
this is going to have to happen in 2024 if a Republican gets into office, whether it's Trump, DeSantis, Tim Scott, whoever it is, whoever is the nominee, we support them. Let them start the cleaning out of the House, meaning the Washington, D.C. House. Right. It needs cleaning from top to bottom. This is not the swamp anymore, folks. This is the entirety of federal organizations. They're all corrupt. You know, Jim Jordan and, and his committee, the House Intel Committee, uh, they are looking into this whole whistleblower thing. Right. Right. Okay, so we know that Jim Jordan has the contact information of these whistleblowers who are now getting disciplined for blowing the whistle when they should be getting protection. If Jim Jordan hangs on to those contact numbers, 2024 rolls around, we take the White House, we take the Senate. Those four, right now, the whistleblowers, get them back and put Mm -hmm. them in charge of weeding out the rest of the crap. But let me interject something here. We have to remember, folks, no matter what candidate we have, no matter how good that person is, if our voting system is not dealt with, In the next year and a half, if the fraud is not dealt with, and I don't give a damn what Dominion says, if it's not dealt with, you can have God himself running as a Republican and will still lose to Biden. That's no reason not to go out and vote, folks. No, it isn't the reason to go out to not to vote. Absolutely. I'm just saying, you know, I'm going to. I'm going to go out and vote, and I hope everybody goes out and votes. You know, I mean, but, you know, you got to start somewhere and take Ray out of the picture. I mean, that guy should be fired faster than a bullet. Absolutely. You know, and and keep the numbers of these four whistleblowers handy because once you start, you know, go in there with Serve Pro to make it like it never even happened, you're going to want some professionals in there who understand what to look for because they've seen it from the inside and they've blown the whistle on it. I have news for you, Craig. They've already started the bleach bidding. They've already started manipulating the servers and and everything else. You know, the, the Durham report was great, and I'm so glad he did it. But unless the Republican side acts on it, it's not going to mean anything. And we can't act on it yet. I mean, right. you know, that's that's just the way it is. Diane, we've only got a minute left in the show. we got to wrap this thing up. Okay. So with that, folks, we'll see you Tuesday and nighty-night. Folks, have yourselves the best weekend you can possibly have. We'll see you again on Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.